This episode has been re-released without music. If you'd like to listen to this episode with music included, please check us out on Spotify. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lyrical Innuendo, the podcast that asks the most important question in music. Is this song about sex? Is it? Is it? I am... One of your hosts, Bubba Wheats, and joining me as always is my co-host, Rob Branch. Hey, how's it going? It is going pretty good. And uh, this episode is uh, another one of my picks. And uh, I, I chose the song Madonna Like a Prayer. And um, I, I think I forgot to set it up last time, but... I'm going to go ahead and set it up here early in the episode so I don't forget. And uh, we're going to go ahead and play a clip of the song for you. If you are listening to this podcast on Anchor or Spotify, um, you can hear the song here in just a moment. And uh, on other podcasting platforms, you will have a link where you can go listen to the song if you're not familiar with it on uh, Spotify or on YouTube, but if you are on Spotify Premium, you'll hear the full song. And uh, on regular, on free Spotify or Anchor, I believe you'll just hear a thirty-second clip of the song. Every day, something unexplained happens in the world. Someone vanishes off the face of the planet, unidentified dead people just show up mysterious murders strangers stalking you and we are here to tell you all about it i'm jason soda i'm big joe i'm rob branch every other tuesday on rabbitholepodcasts.com i have a weird one collects these weird stories and presents them to you the morbidly curious audience and who knows that the next story we tell might be about you listen to i have a weird one on apple amazon music spotify and anywhere else you get your weird podcasts from. So, um, Madonna's Like a Prayer. It's This is like kind of one of the, the more infamous songs that's, that's really sexually charged. And, and I think that it's almost more about the video than it is about the song itself. Because it it first came out, um, Madonna actually wrote "Like a Prayer" in about over the course of about three hours in 1989, 
Uh, she was writing and producing it with producer Patrick Leonard, and it came out as the, the first single from the album Like a Prayer on March 3rd of 1989. And it's, it went on to sell over 5 million copies. It's one of the, still one of the best-selling singles of all, the, of all time. And uh, I, I think one of the big trivia pieces that a lot of people know is it was actually sold to Pepsi. They made a Pepsi commercial using this song. And this was, and they paid, I want to say they paid Madonna like, um, you know, a million dollars or, you know, some outrageous sum to use the song in this ad campaign. And then she released the video for it. <laughs> and then they're like, fuck this, I'm out. Well, they, they only aired the commercial once before they pulled it. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, what's your history with this song? Like, is it, are you a fan of Madonna? Um, I, oh, excuse me, I feel like I'm going to cough, but I'm not. So uh, I am a fan of Madonna. I actually... Uh, remember seeing this video when it came out um i was confused i was confused about the song um now looking at the lyrics and thinking about it um i'm even more confused because i i thought this was about you know um a rebellious teenager you know trying trying to you know um get her way through life because in the video the the the, the male protagonist was black. Um, the, uh, the, the, yeah, that, there's the singers, a lot going on in the video. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of, of, um, symbolism, symbolism in the video, you know? So I thought it was back in that era, I thought it was a, a racially motivated song to kind of break up the idea of hating one race against another, you know? Um, I still partially think that it is. It can be seen as that. Um, but now that we're on this, I'm, 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 I'm going to listen to what you have to say. <laughs> well, I, actually, I'm kind of curious. I, I guess you, you said it, but uh, so I take it that before I brought this up, you, you didn't really think that this song was about sex. No, no, I, I did not. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely 100% saying that. Before you brought it up, I, I don't think it was about sex. I, I yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, I am. I want to talk about the the video a little bit, but first, I, I think we'll go ahead and just like jump right into uh, breaking down some of the lyrics. And and I think, you know, once you hear hear my reasoning, I I think this I think this one more so than with Kokomo. <laughs> I, I, I think that I, I'm actually might win you over. Okay. So, you know, it starts off, you know, life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone to set up. Uh, I hear you call my name and it feels like home. And then it's like, when you call my name, it's like a little prayer. I'm down on my knees. I want to take you there. <laughs> I, th I think right there. You know, where does she want to take this guy? Ooh, okay. In the midnight hour, I can feel your power. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I I think just with those two lines, I think it's it's a pretty clear um 
innuendo, but like it's a pretty clear euphemism for a blowjob. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm on my knees. I'm going to take you there. Uh, it's, there there's, I, I can't, I can't think of any other. I, I have no choice. I hear your voice. Feels like flying. I close my eyes. I go out. I think I'm falling. Look, I don't, I don't know personally if I've ever made a woman feel like she was flying um, with mine. I'd probably say no, uh, but wow, just, just wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you whisper so softly to me, you're in control, just like a child. I mean, that, that's a little weird symbolism throwing that in there, but you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, you know like, um, you know, like daddy fantasies. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, now I'm dancing. It's like a dream. No end and no beginning. You're here with me. And then let the choir sing. And then the choir comes in, like within the song. Yeah, that's, and then that, it's, that's it's where it's it like weird. The, the big chorus. Well, it, it did. I think, I feel like the chorus, that's like, you know, that's the build up to the orgasm. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going with this. I, I understand. Uh, so and then, the. And the, then it okay. kind of goes back, you know, there's the, the repetition that we were talking about uh, in the previous episode. Um, and yeah, you know, after that, it, it's pretty much all, uh, all repetition. Um, although I, I think, you know, maybe that's the whole build up to the orgasm with the, the chorus coming in. You know that that might be jumping the gum a little a little bit because then it's it does get faster like towards the end where it's it you does. Know, just it like it, a prayer um no choice your voice can take me there you know and speaking of repetition the idea of prayer muse and dream it's always in the chorus it's it's those three are always in the chorus you know um so yeah it's wow okay you're a dirty, dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I am <laughs> loving this. <laughs> this is this was a really good song. This is a really good choice. So, okay. So, what about the video? Explain to me about the video, um, the symbolism behind the video. Because wasn't there a child in the video at one point? Yeah, I, I feel like the, the you know, there's like a, a group of children in in the front of front row of the chorus. Uh, which that whole part is weird. I mean, the, the whole video is just weird. It, it's like, it, it kind of starts with a couple flashes that they don't explain until later. Like, you know, you, we see this like white guy giving the, the side eye to Madonna as she's coming out of a church. And then you got a, a black guy with nappy hair. Um, and then it cuts to Madonna inside the, ver the church with the it's the same actor, but he's like, you know, got clean cut hair. And also he's like covered in wax to where he looks like a statue. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he's on the cross of Jesus Christ. Um, well, he's like, uh, is he on the cross? Like he's, he's not on cross. the cross, but he might be in front of a cross. Right. Right. Yeah. And he's just like holding some roses, I think. Um, and, and then he comes to life and then starts making out. Well, first he's like crying and then later in the video, he's crying blood. Uh, but then he comes out and then starts 
making out with Madonna. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back uh, behind the, the little gate and it closes and he turns back into a statue again. And then it's we find out that the little flashes at the beginning was Madonna witnessing these this group of white guys like uh, attacking a, a woman and like uh, stabbing her. And then this the the black guy, which that's um, he comes out and like chases them off and then goes to help the woman. And that's right whenever the police come and they arrest right, him. Yeah, I remember the video now. Yeah. So I was I was kind of accurate with the description of it being a racially motivated and racially empowered song. Yeah, the video it the video does with without the video, I will safely say, yeah, I agree with you. This is somewhat of a sexually charged song. Um, it's really interesting. And and then also there there's also the the big kind of racially charged symbolism because like during a large portion of it, Madonna is like dancing with three flaming crosses behind her. Yes, I remember that anti uh anti-church stuff going on there well i i don't really think that that's that's anti-church I, I think that's just like an allusion to like the the racial um the racial tensions of like the 60s like the the like a reference to lynching and things like that okay and then it it does have like a happy ending where you know, she goes to the police offer the uh, police office, uh, police station, and you know, um, tells the officer what what she saw, and gets the guy to go free. And then it's it also has like a weird ending where this curtain comes down, and then it comes back up, and then everybody's there, including all the, the white attackers, and they all bow like it was a big stage play. Yeah, that was that was that was weird. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't even I can't even make anything up on that. Um, it the uh, the video did leave the viewer really contemplating a lot of a lot of themes. Yeah, and then you know, in looking up the like the other behind the scenes and what's the what Madonna and um, Patrick Leonard said about the the song um, you know I didn't I didn't look too hard but I didn't see anything about Madonna specifically saying whether or not she felt it was about sex uh, you know I, I think she agreed that um, uh, or actually they it does say that Leonard was not comfortable with the lyrics and and the sexual innuendos and he wanted Madonna to change it but Madonna refused to change the line and was adamant about keeping it there yeah screw that that's her song no I believe Madonna you know feels like it's more about um like uh religion and faith more more so than about sex okay I, I definitely think that that the sexual innuendos are intentional. Okay, so um, you know your question of the podcast uh, is this song a uh, sex? Is there a sexual innuendo within the song? Or you know, I, as I like to put it, is this song about sex? Your is final this song verdict. About sex. 
I can I can see this being you know if an individual has never seen the video, I can see the song. Um, somebody thinking the song is about sex, you know, just from the lyrics and from you know the, the how Madonna sings it, you know, and the the chorus. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah, and and I I do think that this song is about sex. I, I think it's about. I, I think that there is stuff about faith and religion, but it is also very sexually charged. I think you get a lot of people are probably going to hate you for this for this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, whenever I was looking it up, I, I you know, I'm Kokomo. I am all by myself. Like a prayer. Yeah that there is a large number of people that also think that this song is about sex. So I'm, I'm not alone in, in my reading of this song. Okay. Okay. I can, I, I can safely say that I would agree with you. Um, I would say the song can be seen being about sex. I can. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of lyrical innuendo. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback. Um, you know, we, we'd love to hear your opinions on any of the songs that we've covered, as well as suggestions for future songs for us to cover. Uh, you can reach us at uh, through email at lyricalinuendo at gmail.com. Uh, we'd be happy to read your comments and uh, hear your suggestions and uh, take those up in future episodes. We also have a Spotify playlist in the show notes if you want to listen to all the songs that we have covered on the episode so far. And if you would like to reach us through Facebook, you can join the Rabbit Hole Podcasts Facebook group. If you are on Twitter, you can reach me on Twitter where I am at Bubba Wheat. And you can listen to this show on Anchor.fm, on Spotify, uh, where you will also have the song included. And uh, you can also listen to through other podcast platforms without the music. Um, and, you know, once again, it's... Uh, <laughs> I am horrible at coming up with ending, <laughs> with lines to end the podcast yeah just just remember people we're dirty you're dirty we have dirty minds you have dirty minds let's get dirty together and then and, and i promise you that uh, in this podcast i i will try my hardest to, to make the arguments that every song is about sex even though it's not always true that's fair this podcast has been produced for rabbitholepodcast.com Thanks to Jason Soto for executive producing, Rob Branch for co-hosting, and thank you for listening.